Highly Enthused, a shortcut to things worth consuming, presented by two women named Sophie who spend too long on the internet. I'm Sophie Roberts. And I'm Sophie McComas. Wow, what a fortnight it has been, Sophie McComas. We're living in an episode of Black Mirror. (laughs) I don't even know what we're living in. How is everyone going, guys? We're a bit crazy. Yeah, a bit crazy, but trying to think on the not completely bleak side of things... Yeah, we are currently surviving. We are currently healthy. I hope you're also both of those things, and I hope that you're managing not to refresh the Guardian live blog every two seconds like I've been doing for five days straight while I work from home. Same. (laughs) Thinking about our friends in hospital and in healthcare right now and thanking them for their service. (laughs) Or their service to come. It's just like, it's crazy times, guys. It is crazy times. We thought this week we still wanted to bring you an episode we might be experimenting with what highly enthused is like over the next season just because we don't want to do anything that's super inappropriate if the world descends into madness but this week we're sticking with the tried and true formula but it's kind of a little bit stay-at-home themed because you should be socially distancing we are responsibly at least a meter away from each other right now (laughs) yes there's a table between us yep and laptops and a microphone so um, this is just to encourage everyone If you're not currently in lockdown, like some of our friends in the US and UK are, if you're in Australia, to practice responsible social distancing for the good of everyone. So if he hasn't left Coogee in like a week now. I've never spent this much time with Coogee. I don't even know if I like Coogee anymore. (laughs) Everyone here is really not practicing the social distancing. If I see one more baby boomer drinking from a public water fountain, I'm going to (laughs) cry. What is wrong with them? I feel like they want I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. Don't drink from public water fountains if you're in a high-risk group, guys. Come on. There are perks in that all our favourite restaurants are now doing takeaway. Yeah. We enjoyed the Apollo's delights tonight. Lamb, Saginaki. Wait, we didn't have Saginaki. We had Tarama. We had Pitta. We had the delicious yogurty dip thing. We've got some phyllo pastries for dessert we haven't even cracked into yet. Mm-hmm. I actually had Lincoln Filling Station takeaway for lunch. I'm just doing the rounds. What have you been eating? What have I been eating? I think the one perk to working from home, I'm, I'm an extrovert. I'm dying. I am withering away without external validation, physical touch, and human interaction. But the one benefit is I get to make elaborate work lunches. So the one I'm going to talk about today is going to sound really weird. It does sound weird. It sounds really weird. It sounded weird to me as I came up with it, but I stand by it because it was delicious. It is a grilled tofu sandwich. Is the sandwich grilled or the tofu grilled? Both. The key thing to this, and I'm assuming you can buy this not just in Australia, but you can definitely get it in Australia, is you get that extra firm tofu that's marinated. There's like one brand that does it, I think it's Soyco, and they have like honey soy, Thai, Japanese, but the best one is the Thai or the Malaysian satay one, I think it is, and with like a really good peanut sauce. So this is the one I used, and I definitely recommend it. So it's like really firm, kind of doused in sauce, um, and you just grill it in a little bit of oil in the pan just to get it crispy and warm through. And while you're doing that, I finally shredded some Savoy cabbage. You should always have a cabbage in your fridge. I have two in my fridge right now. It definitely got weird with my panic buying. Shredded that up, sliced up a scallion, and then I did a little bit of those chili peppers, those clevering chili peppers, oh, yeah. lemon, salt, mixed that through into like a little cheat slaw. And then when the tofu was done, I took a bread roll, cut it in half, slathered the inside with mayo, mm. and then toasted it cut side down in the same pan as I put the tofu in. 
Mayo is a pro tip for getting perfectly golden toasty bread. Do not use butter. Use mayonnaise. It yes. sounds weird, but it is magical. You'll never go back once you've done it. Did you make this up? No, I read it. I saw it on some... I think I might have seen it on Guy Fieri's. Oh my god, diners, drives, and... Yes. Oh. Diners, drive throughs and dives? Yes, that's oh, it. A classic television show. I love I'm that show. It's not on TV anymore. Anyway, but anyway, the mayo gets it really toasted. So you do that on the inside, and then to assemble... You double mayo, so you put some untoasted mayo on the bottom, pile up the shredded cabbage, and then put sliced tofu on top. Put more mayo on if you want, but you don't need to at that point. And it is really delicious. Mm, I would just never think to put tofu in a toasty. Neither would I. I think the key was that the inside of the bun is toasted, so it's got some structural integrity, but yes. the outside is still soft squish. Right. So you get, like, the squishiness of the roll, because it was the roll that I used. I mean, you could definitely use a bread, but I actually think the soft bun with the toasty crunch, you get crunchy, you get the, like, sweetness of the slaw. It's like bar me kind of mm. vibes. Yeah. It was really good. It was an experiment. I think there's going to be more weird experiments to come. Don't you wish you had co-workers around when you nail something like that? You're like, guys, look. Oh, wait. There's no one here. literally what Instagram is for. <laughs> um, again, if you follow me on Instagram, I'm sorry I'm going to be obnoxious. What have you been eating this week? Well, aside from my Lankin filling station rice plate, which was so delicious, and our Apollo takeaway was so good, my apocalypse dish is dumplings. Oh, great. So freaking easy. I've used the same gourmet traveler pork and garlic chive recipe for years. Mm-hmm. And you just buy those gougy pastry wrappers from any Asian supermarket. They actually sell them everywhere now. Like I think yeah. they are in Woolies if anything is in Woolies anymore. Go to Harris Farm. Go to an Asian grocer. Freeze really well those wrappers. Well, yeah, this is the thing. So we make like a hundred. Mm. Just like half a kilo of pork mince will get you so many dumplings. Mm-hmm. Only a little, basically a teaspoon fits mm. inside a wrapper. It's just pork mince, some Shaoxing Chinese rice wine, garlic, ginger, those really fragrant garlic chives that are really finely chopped, and egg. And then you just mix all that up like you would a meatball mix mm-hmm. and just put some in a wrapper and pleat it together. So soothing, I can imagine. It's so meditative. It's actually the best thing to just sit down, concentrate on putting all that pork mince into all these wrappers <laughs> and putting them really neatly on a tray. It's a great hour. And it's such a good job because you know when it's done, you get a sense of progress and accomplishment. You can't look at your phone. Because your hand's dirty. Yep. You just have to focus. Yep. And they freeze so well. So you've got to freeze them on a tray. Yeah, flat on a tray. Once they're frozen, you can just pop them in a bag. And I fry their bottoms so they're, like, crispy on the bottom and Mm -hmm. steamed on the top. It's It's so so easy once you nail that technique. Like, it's such a good technique. Yeah, I'll try and find a link for doing that for for frying them because it is a little bit – there are a few steps, but once you get the hang of it, it's easy. Or you can just poach them. Like, I I poached them just in water the other night and just pop some chili sauce on and some just stir-fried greens. It's so easy. So that is what I'm eating this week. Great. What about uh, read, watch, and listen? I've started rewatching Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, I feel like this is the prime time to dive back into these shows. Because I'm going to be honest, my attention span is fucking shot. I cannot concentrate on anything for more than two minutes. First, I thought it was the working at home thing, and then my friend's like, no, I think it's the global pandemic thing that's a bit distracting. It's not just the working from home. I was like, oh, okay, that's why I can't read. So... A friend of mine who's just had a baby said she just started re-watching it. She said, it's great. It's mindless. It's very entertaining. I was like, you know what? 
it was really great when it first came out. So I literally started season one, episode one last night. And my God, this show has everything. There's the zingy one-liners, the ensemble cast, the sex, the ridiculous storylines that don't make sense. I think I was texting you about it and you're like, oh God, is there a pandemic? I was like, no, no. But episode two, there's a rape victim who bites off the rapist's penis. It has everything you could possibly want. It's so good. Oh my God. So, I remember the episode where a pole like goes through someone's head and he stays alive. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Outrageous. Oh. Completely outrageous. It's so ridiculous. So I'm only like a couple of episodes into season one. That is where I'm going to be on the couch, just reliving the glory days of the early 2000s and TV. Cause it was a great time. There was the OC. We should just coordinate and watch this stuff together. Yeah, we um, seriously should. So it's streaming on Stan, which has all the good shit old TV shows to like rewatch. It's got friends. It's got Seinfeld, it's got everything. Um, but yeah, Grey's Anatomy, get back into it. There are 14 seasons. I can guarantee it isn't the mindless entertainment you've been looking for. Yes, I have similarly been searching for mindless entertainment at that time when, I mean, I haven't been having the most relaxing time <laughs> while this has been happening, being the owner of a small business. I'm really jealous of everyone saying how many books they're reading and like face masks they're doing, but I'm like... It's like typing from 8 in the morning until 8 at night. But after that, I've been going and watching The Bold Type on your recommendations. Yes, it's so dumb. I dismissed this show so hard. Like, season one, I was like, oh, this is so boring. Oh, I'm so into it now. But that's not my recommendation. We've already covered that on this podcast. But I listened to an amazing podcast on the ABC Conversations podcast with someone called Lorenzo Montesini. Have you heard of who he no, is? No, I've never heard of him either, but it's one of those fantastic Sydney scandals. <gasps> Sydney used to have the best gossip when we didn't have lockout laws. Oh my God. It's amazing. <laughs> so in the nineties, Lorenzo shocked upper Sydney society by leaving his extremely bougie heiress fiance Primrose Dunlop. What a name. I know. That is the best These sound like characters in a, like, Jilly Cooper novel. Well, the best thing is he left her basically at the altar in Venice to run off with his best man, who was his best friend from fighting in Vietnam. Oh, my God, I love people. I love people. I know. I just never heard of this story before, and I just love, like, these upsets of Sydney privileged life. They are fantastic. Imagine that wedding and the day of Instagram. Imagine I know. oh, my God, I'm going live at the Dunlop Montesini wedding. Well, I was like, all I want to do now is just hunt down every single article, every single photo. Like, I just dive deep into this story and there's not that much info out there I was like oh I need more but it's extremely tantalizing very crazy and really sweet in the end like he really finds his or settles down his true love and I really recommend it if you just need something just totally off the wall the ABC conversations podcast uh google Lorenzo Montesini amazing very good stuff can we just take a pause so I can listen to it now (laughs) it sounds like exactly what I need so good All right, what we bought? Okay, Sophie. What did we buy? Yes, finally, Sophie's going to talk about sex on the podcast. It only took coronavirus (laughs) to make me do this. (laughs) Um, I would just like to do a caveat. Mum and any of my colleagues who listen to this podcast, I know there are a few of you, I would really prefer it if you just stopped listening now. (laughs) So, look, in the spirit of encouraging social distancing and just staying at home, I'm going to tell you about something I bought a little while ago. It's a vibrator. Yeah, 
guys. Isolate and masturbate. Meditate, hydrate, and masturbate as one of our beautiful listeners responded when we asked what everyone was doing at home. So it's the, I always have the dumbest names. It's the Lilo Sona. Hmm. Like I feel like all of the social media platforms got rid of vowels and they gave them all to the sex toys. Um, but it is a slightly unique vibrator in that it is a uses sonic waves instead of traditional vibration. What is that? What is a sonic wave? It's like sound waves. Sound? Yeah. Except it's, it's like it's just I, look. I don't understand the technology. Okay. <laughs> but does it vibrate? Kind of. Okay, so it's in, again, the way that, like, modern sex toys don't really look like sex toys. They look like weird tech products. Yeah. It's, like, about the size of your, like, a, I'm trying to figure out how to describe this thing. <laughs> what do I go? Get it to describe it? No. Okay, let's say it's the size of, like, your fist, but it has, it's, like, external use only, and it has this little ridged circular kind of, like, mouth, I guess, that's on one end. <laughs> <laughs> like a five cent piece size. Um, God, why? What does the mouth do? What does the mouth do? What do you think it does, Sophie? <laughs> Jesus, I have to rather talk about lube. It was far easier. It uh, goes around your clitoris, um, and then it kind of like sucks on, and then the sonic vibration, instead of just like vibrating on the top, it actually they like penetrate deeper into the into the clitoral tissue because your clitoris is not just on the outside. It actually extends really far into your body. And side note, did you know we invented the internet as a species in 1982 and we only figured out the anatomy of the clitoris in 1998? I mean, I feel like you're, like, skirting around the real shit here. Like, we don't I'm, want facts. We want I more descriptions. I'm saying that, once again, the patriarchy <laughs> ruined everything. Okay. Basically, instead of it being, like, a kind of surface vibration... When he goes on, it like kind of feels like it's deeper in there. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing. Oh I'm my god, lie. that sounds insane. <laughs> so the brand is Lilo, and the oh, model okay. is Sona. Is I it got, expensive? It's like over a hundred bucks. I think like they had over a hundred, but I feel like it's always on sale. Like when I was googling it this time, I kept seeing like everywhere it was discounted. So like between a hundred and hundred and fifty, depending on what you can find it on sale for kind of covered in soft silicon it's 100% waterproof as I said only for external use it took a little while to like it's like a funny shape it doesn't look like a vibrator it looks like a looks like a glue gun it's a weird <laughs> glue gun weird oh, look we're gonna link to it guys and you can tell me what you think it looks like um so it took a little while to figure out the right position and like I definitely was a little bit of trial and error to start with and I have read reviews online like when I decided to buy it some people really don't like it and it's not for them it sounds intense. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like really intense. It's like 20 seconds. Oh my god. <laughs> it is, you know. Anyway. Wonderful. So I know I know I have at least one listener friend who told me that all she'd purchased since uh, going into social isolation was fancy skincare and a vibrator. So this one's for you. <laughs> Here's another option for your arsenal. Please tell us if you have used this product. We would love to know. There are also other brands who have similar products, but um, yeah, this was the one that I purchased. What have you bought this week? <laughs> Sophie. Art. I bought art. Well, that's highbrow, isn't it? Now I just look like the trashy one. <laughs> well, I actually reserved it because he's got a exhibition in April, which I really hope goes ahead, but it's from this really cool artist 
who my friend Nikki passed on called Joshua Heath. Mm-hmm. Definitely look him up on Instagram. He sells these cool Posca pen drawings. Yeah. I've actually heard of Posca pens before. They're like chalk pens. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's these really pastel but still pop and really pigmented colour. He draws really simple things like food things like bananas, um, maccas, and portraits of interesting people. And my piece was this really beautiful pink melon on a blue background with like a green skin and yeah. and it's really small. Only like a couple of hundred dollars, which is definitely my price range for art at the moment. <laughs> I did buy it before the world started collapsing. Um, I don't know if I have the budget for it now. It's never sort of bad to support an artist. It's always a yeah. nice thing to do. They're just really happy in fun colours and I just can't wait to put it on my wall. It could be a nice little soothing, happy reminder of melons. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying days. to build this little collection on my wall. Like, you have a couple of clusters of these, like, fun, colourful little things. Mm. Like that piece I collected in New Mexico. Oh, yeah. That's sort of a similar vibe. Yeah. Just that kind of rough painting or drawing I really like. I think what's nice is sometimes like framing random things that aren't mm. art, traditional art. Because sometimes mm. when you just put mount something properly and frame it, it suddenly becomes art. Which yeah. is like, that's a whole art theory thing we could get into. But it just be- it sort of becomes a different object once you treat it like it's something special and worth framing. Oh, my God. Just quickly, another thing that I've bought recently in the same vein is a print of these amazing poppies that the photographer Tim Ashton has been printing. Yeah, Yeah, he did a tiny little A5 print for me, which I love of this poppy just bathed in this evening sun on his kitchen table. Oh, with like all black background. It's so pretty and I absolutely love it. It's like a Dutch still life. Like those old paintings with the really dark background with just a few bits of colour in the foreground. Yeah, he does them in huge scale or like micro size. Like he's very talented. Definitely check that out as well. But what's it time for now? Fast five coronavirus edition. <laughs> Staying inside, don't have fun, don't talk to people, be alone. <laughs> talk to people online. Great. Okay. Am I going first or are you going? You go first. Okay. So I want you all to bring back candlelight into your lives. Yeah, I'm admiring this candle right now. Yeah. So seduce yourself before you use the vibrator. <laughs> I just recommended you buy. Take yourself on a date. So when I was in, actually, when I got home from my trip to New York, I'd seen this ceramicist and I, you know, when you see something and you go, oh, I won't buy that or I'll get that later and then you don't get it and then you regret it forever. It's this ceramicist called Sin Ceramics and it's this beautiful little candlestick called the Uni Candlestick. So I ended up buying it off the Need Supply Store. I bought it before the Australian dollar plummeted to lows unseen for 20 years. Uh, So I have no idea how much it would cost now. At the time, I think it was about... $40, but who knows? Um, But it's this really beautiful, like quite minimal. It's like a circle, and then it has a little stem that sticks up to hold the candle. It's like a narrower circle, so it's just quite minimal but handmade. It's I just really love it. It comes in a couple of colors, but I got it in black. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, And then I also bought this candle from this. um, I bought did buy this in New York. I bought a couple. It's this shop called Feng Sui, Mm. and they're white tapers, but the inside of the candle is made of all these different pockets of different color wax. So when it melts, which is what so just looking at right now on my table, the candle stays white, but all the melting wax is all these different colors. That is so cool. Yeah, and they're really well again before the dollar crash. Quite cheap. So bring back candlelight. It turns an ordinary Wednesday night dinner when you haven't left the house in seven days into something a little bit more special. Um, everyone looks more beautiful by candlelight. True. Including 
um, I don't know, yourself in the window while you're by yourself. Have I mentioned I'm by myself a lot, guys? Um, to Candlelight. So that's the Uni Candlestick by Sin Ceramics and the Tapers by Feng Sui, obviously linked to all of them. So the next one I'm recommending is, as seen on our Instagram, take an afternoon dance break. I'm really breaking the internet with this. Look, you would have seen this on the Highland Cruise Instagram as an apology for not posting an episode last week. But the key here is you really have to go for it. (laughs) You have to get sweaty. Like you need to sit down at the end and be panting a little bit and not because of coronavirus. Um, If you have more space than I do, because I don't have very much space, I want you to like use your levels, get on the floor, get up high, get your arms above your head, move, run from side to side, just like use the space. There's actually heaps of amazing like Instagram live dance classes at the moment that you can sign up for, but fuck it. Just pick a song that makes you happy, even if you're not happy, and dance for five minutes and I promise you, you will feel better. It genuinely like pulled me out of this like very anxious slump I fell into on Wednesday. I danced to Modern Love by Bowie and it was so dumb and I felt a hundred times better afterwards. You didn't choose Mandy Moore's new album? I haven't gotten into that yet. I'm saving that for next week when I get to Presti on Wednesday again. I love it. Okay, number three. I lost track of how many there was. Um, This is a really quick one. This is the POEM newsletter, P-O-M-E. It is literally just a poem a day in your inbox. Oh. It's beautiful. Someone was asking for poetry. Yes, so I would need to respond in the highly enthused Instagram, but this is – I'm bad with poetry. I only have a couple of volumes. And they're, they're not necessarily the most uplifting volumes for a time like this, but this is wonderful because it introduces you to a lot of different poems. It's a newsletter run by a man named Matthew Ogle. It's short modern poems for your inbox, and it's because it's dangerous to go alone. Oh. Just like, it's so it's like, it's just beautiful. They're always really timely. Some of them have made me like, God, I'm so emotional this week. I've like teared up a little bit. Everything's making me cry this week, though. It's just been that kind of week. So that's wonderful. It's a little moment of calm before you read the news. Number four is my favourite scented candle. Mm. This is one by our old friend Maison Balzac. It is the Le Bois candle. So I think Le Bois in French is like the forest. And its description is Le Bois captures the perfumes of a walk in a forest where cedar wood essence echoes with distant notes of leather and smoke. I like it because it's, you know how some scented candles can be a bit, like, fake smelling? Oh, yeah, no, hers are amazing. And this is just really soft. It really does smell like cooler weather or, like, when you go camping at the beginning of autumn and there is, like, a campfire off in the distance somewhere and the air starts smelling like colder weather. It's just really beautiful. I love to do it when I'm having a bath, um, sort of, you know, just as the light's changing. It's just a really lovely candle to have. So calming. Um, and the last one for when the candles and the poetry and the dancing has not helped you <laughs> is the Jilly Wine Magnum. So good. The Miami one? Yes. Mm-hmm. So this is a magnum of wine, which is one. I did not know it was a magnum. Yeah, it's 1.5 litres. It's two full bottles of wine in a bag. <laughs> good in theory, but not in practice. The bag looks cool. Yeah, the bag's got like a little handle. Look, it is plastic, but, you know, we can't have everything at least. It's actually better for the environment because of the um, the weight. Yeah. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah. So it's just a, it's like a Sauvignon Blanc. I don't think it's anything super fancy, but it's like a very drinkable wine. And it's in, like, I've literally, because I have no space in my fridge right now because it's stuffed full of panic bought condiments. It's in my crisper. <laughs> 
because you can just kind of throw it in anywhere. But it's like it's a goon bag essentially with the tap. So that means I could just have a glass of wine or two glasses oh, of wine. the best. And not – because I, I have some really nice wines, but I don't want to crack it and then it goes off or I have to drink most of a bottle in one sitting. That's not a good habit to get into. Let's bring back goon, guys. Where'd um, you get it? I got it from drinks.com. Of oh. course, old friends. They have a red one and a white one. Really worth getting. Uh, Tell me your fast five. Okay. Be faster than me. Ready for me. So, to go with your dumplings, I've got the new shiracha, which is a spicy chili oil called Lao Gan Ma. Delish. Translates as the, as the godmother. I mean, isn't that better than a rooster? <laughs> That's way better. Well, the jar has this photo of this old granny on it, and I love it. Uh, it's basically like crunchy fried dried chili. Oh in oil, like chili flakes. So it's like crisp. It's like a crisp. Oh, I've been looking for something like this. Mm. God, I love having a podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> it has these fermented soybeans in it, um, which is so yum. And it's not that hot at all. Like mm. it's just got that beautiful warming heat. So I think you just keep eating and eating. Yeah. And eating. yeah. There's like a tiny bit of Szechuan, I think, in this. Mm-hmm. It's a bit numbing, but not overly so. And I've been researching it and it's like super cult in the US, but our friend Max told us about it you can get it here really easily you can get it at like every asian supermarket but people in the u.s have been eating it with sweet things like i love a sweet salty combination yeah. i actually think it's america's greatest contribution to the world well it's not really i guess it's like not salty it's just like spicy mm. i don't know but they have it on soft serve like with peanut brittle and stuff i can see that yeah that work uh but yeah you heard it first it's the new shiracha. Lao Gan Ma spicy chili oil. It's got the picture of the granny on it. It's got like a red label. I'm going to check that out. Asian supermarket is where it's at. Amazing. I read a book over the summer which I wanted to talk about. Fleischman is in Trouble by the US writer Taffy Brodessa Ackner. What did you think of this? I know. It's a very divisive book. I felt extremely uncomfortable mm-hmm. throughout the whole thing, but I, I couldn't stop reading it. Yeah. It's about this extremely neurotic kind of – I just found him to be like Woody Allen. Like yeah. in all his movies, I was like, this guy sounds like Woody Allen-esque character, I guess, who goes through this extremely messy divorce with his wife who then basically disappears off the face of the earth. Yeah. He's got two kids and it's just this shambles of his inner monologue as he tries to, you know, navigate this crazy time in his life. The whole time I was like, God, this guy really hates women. <laughs> like every female character in this book is just painted so – badly and I was like what the fuck is with this but I think the writer wants you to feel that create this tension I read it when I was on holidays last year and I remember reading it and I like kind of loved it and then I hated it and then I kind of loved it and then I hated it again and I was like I think I enjoyed this I don't even know that was a wild ride yeah just this and just the way it's quite masterful how the perspective shifts just like you start on one person's side and then just like slowly but surely you're like, am I on their side? Maybe I'm not on their True. side. True. I should mention that it kind of oscillates between the wife's opinion and his opinion. Mm. Each episode um, alternates. and Just like the master of the unreliable oh, narrator in yes. terms of like perspective. It's quite masterfully done. I don't, it's like tense. It's a tense It's read. very tense. Um, and yeah, it's kind of like, what is this? Do I yeah. like it? But I, I honestly, I was gripped. Uh, so that is Fleischman is in Trouble by Taffy Brodessa Ackner. Mm-hmm. 
I found a cool new app. Um, there's a lot of reading going on at the moment, obviously, aside from the Guardian live stream. <laughs> I um, recommend that. <laughs> and for anyone who, you know, is still working, still in panic mode with, like, how much shit you have to do and you don't really have a lot of time to, like, spend reading articles that people are sharing, this is a link-saving app. It's called Pocket. I've used a few link-saving apps and things, but I really, really like this one. Um... It, like automatically pulls in things that you copy mm. into your phone, which is great. And it serves you articles that you might like, like it learns from mm. the things that you um, add to it, which I guess is a bit scary because it creates this weird bubble of like monotone culture, mm. <laughs> but um, whatever. I don't care. It's convenient. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I will live in my bubble for now, but yeah, I really recommend it. If you get thrown a billion links a day, pocket app is really cool. I think it's free. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is free. Okay, t-shirt time, sign of the times. This really great brand called Work Tones, which is a local Sydney brand that actually creates aprons and workwear for hospitality. Mm -hmm. They have a really small range of like ready-to-wear basics. They have a really great t-shirt that I love that is just that smiley face that's like on that takeaway bag style. And it just says, thanks for nothing. (laughs) It's really like sassy and a bit passive-aggressive and I just, I'm like... I like it right now. Yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> so I'm really into that t-shirt. Thanks, Work Tones. So obviously we're all talking about health at the moment. Yeah. And I've kind of become obsessed with this show on Netflix called Diagnosis. Have you watched it? No. I've been too busy watching Grey's Anatomy, but please <laughs> tell, me, tell me about this more serious sounding one. It's actually so addictive. The premise is there's a column in the New York Times, which is written by a doctor, mm-hmm. where these really, really, really tough cases of health that cannot be diagnosed. These people have all these crazy symptoms, but no one can figure out the right diagnosis for them. Mm-hmm. The New York Times essentially writes out the profile of this patient and asks the the crowd, like the audience, to respond with ideas about what it is. That's so interesting. Yeah, so they've created um, like a limited series profiling each one of these stories. When I'm done with 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy, I know exactly where I'm going next. It's so (laughs) interesting. I'm like, oh, my God, she definitely has this. Like, she definitely has that. And you get sucked in. Um, I was watching it with my sister who's in medicine, and it was so interesting just listening listening to her like input it's gripping and I think these people that have this awful awful problem that they just cannot solve Mm. are then given all these ideas and points of view from people around the globe that have the same symptoms like Mm. maybe they thought they were completely alone but they're not this crowd through this article really opens up all these new avenues for them and it's um just these these things that are wrong like these health cases are so so rare, which I think is, yeah, really interesting. Uh, so if you are on that health binge, definitely watch Diagnosis on Netflix. And I'm taking this episode of Highly Enthused out, just putting it out there, are gerberas making a comeback? <laughs> gerberas, as in the single flowers we used to buy for people in high school with the little ladybugs stuck to them. Exactly. Are you kidding me? Well, look, hear me out. <laughs> I, was, I saw them on our friend Anna's Instagram. wrapped in cellophane? Oh, no. They're Anna, Anna makes them look so cool. Like, I saw this really great, you know, just effortless jar of them on her beautiful window side table, and they were, like, kind of beige with this really red center. Not that gross, like, super hyper yellow color or red or anything. So not the color of, like, a Benetton ad of the 90s. <laughs> no, and they just look so cool. And I was like, what the fuck? Am I going mad? Like, these look, these look cool. <laughs> 
There is no world in which gerberas are cool. No, it's just the way fashion works. Your eyes get so unused to something that when you see them again for the first time in 20 years, you're like, whoa, maybe I like them again. Mm. <laughs> I'm still undecided. I still haven't made them up in my mind, but let us know. A gerber's back? Please. We want to hear your opinions. I reckon they are back. It's like low-rise jeans. Everything has its time. In the sun, multiple times. Low-rise <laughs> jeans are never going back, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I'm going to see you in three months after quarantine and low-rise jeans and a packet of gerbers under one arm. Oh, God. <laughs> it changed me, this, this crisis. But that's it, folks. That's it. We hope you are all well. We hope you're all safe and, you know, finding a little moment of calm in this crazy world. Send us your dancing videos if you start doing it. Please email us or text us or DM, wait, text us? DM us on Instagram. I mean, if you know our number, you can text us too. That's fine. All these links will be in our Friday newsletter, which is going ahead, rain, hail, or pandemic. And you can find that at highlyenthused.substack.com. Or just, you know, in the comment section on The Guardian if they had one. That's where I'll be. Okay, the live stream doesn't have a comment section. Thank God, because otherwise I'd be in there. Who has time for like, Kibi, it scrolls past too fast. I look away and there's like 12 updates. I'm like, what? So bad. Anyway, bye. Bye, Be safe. See ya. (laughs)